Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Yo, what is going on? This is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden, and we are back with you with the Success Journey Show. Everyone, man, man, we're excited today because typically me and Marlon are not together, right? You know, you see us on the screen together. Um, this is the first one in a long time we're able to be in person. As you see, we have a special guest with us today. We'll introduce him in a second. But Marlon, man, man, talk to our talk to our travelers. Oh man, it's been uh, it's been a joy. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm just gonna tell them straight up. You know, we're in Chicago, yeah. the windy city, of Chicago. I wish they could hear the noise, but I know we're trying to edit it out and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but we're up on the 13th floor of a building here in the windy city, of Chicago, and this weekend was a joy, just basically because of all the things that we were able to capsulate and we were able to accomplish this yeah. week. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's yeah. it, 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 it's it's just a great feeling when you put your mind to something and you actually see it come to fruition. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, guys. And we've been talking about this for some time. Um, the Hit Doctor uh, company, uh, we shared with you guys and mentioned the things that were coming out. And we're, we're excited today because we finally, finally, we had to clear his schedule. You know, he's so busy, man. We couldn't get, get no time for us. So uh, <laughs> we finally had to pull him away from all his conferences and sign an autograph. You know, so that he can share a little bit of his story uh, and just his journey. At, we know that you're going to love it. So it's none other than our business partner, our friend uh, here, Tom Miller. Tom, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. Yeah, we had a great weekend yeah. out here at the uh, coaches at the National Baseball Conference in Chicago. It was a blast. Met a lot of uh, really influential people. Learned a lot. Looking forward to uh, getting our product to market. Guys are great. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, just a good feeling being here with everybody, and um, got a great response on on the swing trainer. So, well, you know, we're really excited, and uh, can't wait to get home, start breaking everything down, looking to what direction we're going. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Great, yeah, yeah. great weekend. A lot, a lot of energy, a lot of positive energy, and um, it was just a really, really fun time to be here. Absolutely. So, Tom, like. They've heard all of our travel. We call them travelers because you know we're talking to people that are on a journey, right? right? And what we like to do on this show, as we share with you, plenty of times that we've been talking, just people that are on a journey to success, right? They they see people that have achieved so many different things. Like we met a guy that you know sold a business for eighteen million dollars, right? But when you yes. talk to him about his journey, you know he talked about how he was every weekend he was at a show showing this. It took time to develop. So a lot of people don't get to see that side of it. And I know we're in the midst of building our, our journey now, yeah, our, our, our brand and everything. But let's go back to, like, just let them, let them who's Tom? Yeah, yeah. Who is Thomas so Miller? Start? <laughs> so baseball has always been a love for mine since I was a child. Mm -hmm. You started at four, you watch the Orioles, and you had to watch what your parents watch on TV because you only had a couple channels. And, Whatever your parents watched, you watch. So luckily, my parents yeah, that was a long time enjoyed ago, right? sports a long time. Yeah, <laughs> even yeah, that, even before cable. Okay, so all my age out there a little bit, but it is what it is. And um, so, um, you yeah, know, I love the Orioles. Uh, the Colts used to be in Baltimore back then. So it's been a long, long time ago. But we watched football, baseball together, and found love for the game. And 
actually used to even say my prayers at night and uh, would say I wouldn't be a pro baseball player. My mom would say that you can't say that, you know, mm -hmm. say, say your prayers properly and stuff. And uh, so I've loved it forever. And uh, my friends, you know, a lot of people that have known me since I was a child will tell you that I've always had a passion for it. So along the way, I did a little coaching, um, enjoyed that, played, you know, little league, travel, club, high school, college, played a little bit of independent league ball in Florida, and, uh, and then coached and got in and out of it with my own children and had a guy come to me and say, hey, you know, we need to start training kids. Uh, the level of training that we gave you is it, is it where it should be? So I started training and became a hitting coach and my success grew and ran into Ricky at a hitting facility, came in and watched me train for weeks and I really didn't know he was watching me. And, uh, yeah, you do. He knew. He, well, knew. he knew. He knew. He was, nah, posing, he was just, posing and everything. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. But I trained these kids. My kids all hit. I will say that. Um, I, I have my kids hit. And I've been fortunate enough to uh, have good kids that work hard. And in the process, uh, Rick started bringing his son to me. And he showed up with Marlon the first day. And um, we just hit it off. And kidding around and having a good time. And and um, I trained his oldest son for a while. And I had some issues with a drill that I was doing. And I couldn't, I had this idea in my mind about how I could do this drill with a batting tee. And we usually set the tee up against the net. And if you swing it properly, you hit the net. And I thought, well, everybody doesn't have a net. It can't be portable. And it was a product of need is how it came about. So after seeing engineers and getting with Ricky and creating the company, and it's a journey, like you're saying. Uh, if you have a passion for something and you love it and uh, you know it'll work, then don't give up. Just keep pushing and uh, be patient, but keep moving forward. And uh, I guess it's been a year and a half now, and uh, we're patent pending with the product and we're getting ready to get probably uh, a utility path and the way it looks and moving forward to getting into production. And we want to really have a product to market hopefully by summer. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go back and meet with our other owners of the company and then start making some decisions on how we're going to move forward. So it's getting exciting, we're getting close. And you know, basically that's a short version of my journey. But uh, love the game forever. If you have a love for something and an idea to make that better, that's what I would do. I would just go in that direction and uh, be persistent and don't give up and you'll we'll get there you really will yeah tom man that was, i'm glad you, you took them along that um you know that overview that background because uh, you really showed it from the very beginning all the way until today right right um, as to what that journey looks like man uh, i know many of our viewers they you know you guys here he did that summary of five minutes but within that summary, there are so many things that were going on, so many ups, so many downs uh, throughout this journey, uh, even before Tom and I got together. Tom has been really um, at a point of just following this passion, following his passion, as he's following his passion, doors have been opening up for him. So, you know, you can Google him on YouTube, look him up on YouTube, you'll see things of him doing training. Uh, videos uh, with some of his players. One we'll introduce to you a little bit later uh, as well, and that's a cue for him. So um, then also 
We also, you will see how he's also been writing books and things of that uh, nature. So it, it's been a lot of work, Tom, right? A lot of work. Now, yeah. now, now yeah. Tom, yeah. one thing I know about you, right? And what I want them to talk about, and it goes a little bit away from baseball. Okay. And, Tom, relax too, man. I'm not going to put you on the spot, okay? Right. We didn't give him no cue card. He's not going to get ready. What's going to ask me? No, nah, I'm not going to do that to you, man. Uh, <laughs> so Tom works hard. Tom works extremely hard. And we talk about work ethic, right? And yes. what we see a lot of people doing today versus, you know, uh, people that win and people that, that are not winning. You're saying you're training. Like, when are you training? You know, that's okay. not what you're doing so, full time, right? Yeah, so I work full time. Um, I've been, um, I've had, you know, I've been in government work, government employee work um, for 32 years, and I teach hitting lessons in the evening. And there's weeks where I had 15, 18 a week, and I try not to teach weekends to keep just so I can have a life. And then I have other other things I do on top of that. So being a father, you know, husband, having responsibilities at home, you still, you can fit it in. You just have to, the time management is very important. I also try to work out a little bit because you want to stay healthy on top of it. And, um, you know, throwing, uh, throwing balls to these kids to hit. And it's probably an average of between three and 400 a day. And that's, four or five times a week. So if you don't stay in shape, you're gonna have injuries, and I'm not gonna be able to do that. So yeah, I do have an assistant, a young college guy now that, that works with us with the hitting side, and uh, he's had some influence on the product. And there's actually more to come. We get this first product to market, then there's some other things um, up in my head that Rick and I and Marlon have discussed in our group, and other things we wanna to try to bring to market. So the biggest thing is, yeah, everybody says, oh, I don't have time, I don't have time. Well, if you love it and you have a passion for it, you'll make the time. You'll, yeah. you'll fit it in. And time management is very important. You know, being disciplined on when you get up, when you go to bed, um, how you train, what you're doing, and then fitting it into your schedule. And there's, you know, with technology today, there's a, there's a, a calendar, calendar on my phone. People can go in and sign up for lessons. Ricky handled that. And... Um, once you start to, to, to have an idea of what you want to do, try to surround yourself with good people that have talents that you don't have. And I know my limitations, and that's another thing I think is very important. As a coach, and even as building a business, know your limitations. Bring in people that are good at other things that you need to accomplish. And um, I've been fortunate enough to do that. And I think that's what's going to get us to where we want to be. And... Yeah, everybody, you know, I think wants to be rich and famous or whatever, but most people don't want to put in work. And that's the same thing I find out with my athletes. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of talented players, I really yeah. do. But how many of them want to go to the gym and work out properly yeah. and then put in their training time off the tee and their, their teamwork and their drills and then come and work out? And it's not a lot. There's not a lot of people that are willing to sacrifice and put their time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, um, we can go so many ways with this uh, conversation because you're a very dynamic person. And just from being around you, uh, you know, a year and a half, two, almost two years, we uh, there's so many sides to Tom, <laughs> so many sides to Tom. But one thing I want you to talk about, because there's a lot of people out here with ailments, okay. and what they do oh, is they okay. use that ailment sure. as a That's crutch. Huge, yes. And I want you to, you know, talk about okay, your ailment, right. yes, and um, talk about how you 
you know, how you work what around I that. And how I do Correct. It. Okay. Correct. So uh, when I was 38, I uh, found out I had type 2 diabetes. And I talked to a lot of diabetics, and they do use diabetes as a crutch. Uh, along the way, my pancreas shut down, and I'm type 1. So I wear a device in my body that reads my sugar levels constantly, and then I adjust to that. But exercise really helps control diabetes. So with doing the training at night and evening with the hitters, that's helped tremendously. And then going to the gym and trying to eat properly. And I know that that's tough to do. I don't eat perfect by any means, but I do try to control it. And I work on my internal sugar level, which is your A1C. And you want to keep it in a solid range. Keep it in a healthy range. And all of you can do it. If I can do it with my schedule, all of you can do it. There's no doubt. So you got to plan your meals, see a dietitian, um, go to an endocrinologist, which studies your, uh, your internal system and is, is your diabetic doctor. Just don't go to your family doctor for diabetes. Go to a specialist. And uh, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to control it, handle it, and, and just make it part of your life. Don't fight it. Just accept it and then run with it. Mm -hmm. And that's probably what's helped me so much. Um, you know, I don't, I don't let diabetes control me. I control it, and that's how I feel about it. So mm -hmm. if you have to, make it a competition with yourself. Like, you know, that's how you want to handle it. Yeah, man, I love that. Love that outlook. Love yeah. that outlook. Man, you know, Tom, also I want you to share, you know, this. what I want to get across to all of our viewers and all of our listeners across the world is just, you know, what it takes to get to the level that you are that you are that you're at in terms of being able to teach at the way at the level you're able to teach at, right? It, it's okay. it's it takes a lot of studying. It takes a lot of practice. It's not something that just oh, just I'm just natural. It happens. I woke up. I'm the best, you know, hitting right. coach around the world. No, right. like you really dive into it, and it's not just before you talk about it specifically to that right. specifically to that. You know, he does applies this to every aspect of his life. When he's going to research something, or he, he's tied to something, or something that he's interested in, he's reading up, finding all the nuances about it. He had he's, he's fishing. You know, he used to have owned his lawn business. He used to you know you know hunting, all that kind of stuff. You talk to him, he'll give you yeah. And in Encyclopedia fifty five forty five on page three, it says <laughs> this this this. That's just the way Tom is. Whatever he does. Um, so, Tom, just tell us about like, the, the process it took for you to really become an excellent coach. And, and, and Rick, yeah. before you answer that, you know, a lot of people, I could just look and say, Rick is the best pilot ever. And somebody has to believe and take my word for it. Yeah, until this, I fly. Until you fly. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then this weekend yeah. was a perfect example. We have this exhibition where everybody, and we had guys from Korea, Denmark, um, well, uh, Mexico, Italy, Mexico, Mexico yep. everybody from around the world was at this convention. Right. And when they came to our spot for hitting, and I sat and I sat back and I said, yo, we got the hit doctor. And I introduced him as the this is Mr. Hit Doctor himself. And they started talking about it. They're trying to challenge his knowledge. They had to sit back and have him really teach him what yeah. they know. And I'm talking about all levels, yeah, from yeah. guys from MLB. Um, all the way down to Little League. Yeah, so, yeah they know they got coming over too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so talk, talk, talk about that level of um, hitting that. So when you go into something, 
Um, if you really want to be comfortable, you have to be well knowledge in that subject. And so with me loving the game, I studied it for, you know, I'll tell you, I'm, I'll be 59 in a couple of days. So probably started really focusing and thinking about things in my teens. So probably good 35 years now when I was in high school, went to a hitting slump. And while I was in a hitting slump, I read a book that Charlie Lyle at the time was the Chicago White Sox hitting coach. And I read that whole book in school in one day to try to get by that afternoon, you know, an edge to going into the game. And I used some of those things. I actually had a couple hits. So from there on, just studying, studying anything that you're going to go into in depth so that you have in-depth knowledge. And then you got to look at different theories mm -hmm. because there's more than one way to hit. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, people asking all the time, Roland asked me, hey, if you have a guy that uh, you don't like his style, you don't like what he's doing, but he's crushing the ball, okay? Or she's crushing the ball because I also have a lot of female softball age. And at that time, you don't change a thing. Um, if it's not broke, you don't fix it. So you let them do their thing. If they start having problems, then you make corrections. But I see many hitting coaches go in and they just want to put their stamp on it, make a change when nothing needs to be done. And I just think that's that's not a good way about it. So, but in-depth learning, studying, I read, uh, I try to read every single week and and for a little while. And when I read, uh, Rick decided, hey, you need to write a book on, on, your, on what you do and hitting style, we broke it all down. What's the name and, of the book, by the way? And yeah, I, I'm, the art. The art of hitting. Yeah, yeah so it's <laughs> the doctor's art of hitting. So, um, when you go into that and you start breaking different styles down, you even learn more about the subject. And uh, that's, I think that's what's made me um, as good as I am today because when you do research, you'll learn more about your subject and it's just gonna make you more complete in whatever you decide to do. And that's helped me tremendously. And Rick's right, when I decide, look, you know, if I'm gonna do something, I'll read a lot about that subject. It has nothing to do with baseball or whatever. Um, you know, thinking about getting another dog and I've been reading about it and where the breed started and, and their temperament, things like that. So um, whatever you're gonna, gonna look into, just read about it and research it and you're gonna be real comfortable. And I started all the different styles, elbow up, elbow down, um, thinking about what's the quickest way to the ball and uh, we could talk about all this for hours. Um, but I enjoy it, I'm passionate about it, it's fun. And the other reason why it's fun is because I'm knowledgeable. If I didn't have knowledge about it, like I don't know a lot about computers, um, production like these guys do. Um, I'm not good at it. So if we had to do this, I'd go to those guys. Um, we would talk about hitting, they'll come to me. So being dynamic, that's what I was talking to you about before. Make sure that you surround yourself with people that know other things that you need to accomplish. Don't think you need to do it all yourself. I teach just hitting. I don't teach pitching, catching. I do a little infield, a little outfield, but those positions are so important with what they have to do. They're as intricate as hitting. So pitching is the catching position. Go to somebody that knows those positions if you want to train yourself or your child or somebody you know in those areas. Um, and that's the same thing with business. Don't try to do everything. Be good at something and then surround your people, yourself with those people.
Yeah, yeah, and no, I appreciate you sharing that, Tom. Um, one thing I will share with you guys before you know we bring on uh, one of St- Thomas's, Thomas's, <laughs> Thomas, Tom's, <laughs> Tom's, not Thomas's, Tom's. Um, uh, I would say one of the most Pro- prolific Pro- protégés. Yeah. You call it Thomas two point two point oh. Two point oh. Two point oh. I know. Yeah, the younger uh, version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before we bring him out, just to share. His perspective, like Marlon said, you know, Marlon can say, I'm the best pilot in the world, but he don't know anything about pilots, right? <laughs> we can say Tom is the best uh, hitting instructor in the world, but I never played baseball. I played baseball maybe two years, got kicked off the last team, where they they, they stopped calling me to come to practice. Uh, Marlon never, Marlon plays cricket in, 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 in uh, Jamaica, so we're not the best to say, um, but what we do know is we know people when they perform and we see them knocking the ball out of the park and we have one of his, his, his Tom 2.0 with us today. We'll introduce him in a minute. But before that, I, I would like to share, I don't think we've ever really shared the journey of, uh, Tom mentioned it a little bit in the beginning of me and him connecting and Marlon and I are always talking about the different um, um, avenues and uh, ventures. ventures we got going on. And this one was one that we really kept close to the chest just because of the, um, the, the patent we were working on, you know, the invention. We can't really share too much details until the patent's in place, the patent's pending, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, having Tom here now, you know, when I, me as a father, as I was looking at my son saying, hey, he wants to play baseball, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know, it's, it's a commitment to say, hey, I wanna get a coach. Right, yes. that's a commitment. Say, hey, it's, it's I a be personal great. commitment. It's a, it's a financial commitment. Too. Yeah, yeah. So you want to hire somebody that knows what you're doing. Exactly. So that's why you want to do your research. Exactly. You have an idea of hitting styles and different theories on hitting, maybe before you go and just to hire somebody. Yeah. Uh, because you know, just as in anything, there's great doctors and there's doctors that aren't so good. Yeah. So yep. yep. Same thing. You same want to go to the best doctor. You want to try to go to the best coach, no matter what. Exactly. Like I said. Pitching, you catching, whatever. Yep. So, and Tom had the best marketing, um, I would say, by you know being in a space where other parents are coming, bringing their kids for their rep practices, and, and just hearing the ball be knocked like crazy behind them. It, it, you could do nothing but turn around and say, "Yeah, I know I'm here for my son. <laughs> I hope he does good." But man, look at these kids over here. <laughs> Ricky was coming to the facility and watching my kids hit the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And not yeah. paying attention to the substance. <laughs> no. Man. That's how we met. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you never become something big, no, no, but hey, but, but hey, what was the next no, move? Listen, Solomon's gift is he's super intelligent. He'll, he's going to be a doctor. <laughs> Solomon's brilliant. We're worried about what Solomon's going to do. Exactly. You've got to run in your direction. Yeah, yeah. He's super smart. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Solomon's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I got him linked up with Tom like a year later. And, uh, and he ain't better. Yeah, he, he got better. He, he, he improved, no doubt. Yeah, you know, he's definitely, he definitely learned a lot, improved so much, uh, enjoyed the time. He said, hey, I'm going to play basketball now. I was like, all right, well, let's play basketball now. So, you know, giving kids exposure to different things. But the thing with what I learned, saw about Tom is just I, I can spot people that are dedicated to what they're doing and, and really try to push themselves to be great at what they're doing. And I never see it. I don't, I've never seen the idea. I remember the first day we sat down and said, hey, let's meet at, uh, it was like a, a Wendy's or something like that. Right. Or a Green Turtle. It was somewhere, one of those, somewhere, one of those, one of those. Yeah. 
area and we sat down together first and we were just talking about you know who each other was kind of our background kind of what our ideas were and from that day on it was just solidified that hey yeah, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. Yeah. and like we said it hasn't we haven't had everything completely figured out on every step but it was about hey let's talk this through how we're gonna make it work okay and then we get introduced to somebody else and something else happens you know so it's just a matter of being committed to saying I'm committed to saying hey you know I see greatness and I'll be I'll be a fool not to attach myself to greatness if that's what I want to emulate as well as outside of baseball just even as an individual you know right. surrounding yourself with great people to say that so mm-hmm. when you're excited too about something and you're passionate about it people can feel it and the people that we have involved, actually, when we talk to them, nobody turns us down as investors. Think about it, really. Everybody thought, wow, man, Tom, you really love doing this. Um, everybody can tell you that um, they were like, man, you really want this, and we trust you, believe in what you're doing, and that's how we, we move forward. But as my, as Rich trusts me with my hitting knowledge, my trust is in with all the technical side, and that's why this is working. I really want to get that through you again. Um, but be passionate about what you're doing. Hopefully, you're loving it because I love what I do. Um, you know, I want to retire and just do this full time, and I'm getting close. So it's really getting close. So hopefully, uh, if I ever do another one of these interviews, I'll say, "Hey, I retired, and I'm doing this. This is, uh, this is what I do. This is where I'll be. You want to come and see me? Well, we're probably going to ten. Uh, what are we going to uh, Tennessee. 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 We're going to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, Tennessee next year. Nashville. Nashville. Tennessee. But talk. You know, a support system is important. Yes. Right. Yes. And I know, you know, the wife had to give up. You know, you. What What's great is that. Uh, what's great about these trips is you get to sit down and you get to talk to everyone. You talk to us about some um some anniversaries that you were at the hit. I can tell them about. So mm-hmm. so. Talk about the support system and how your family actually believe in your dream and is willing to just give you the support you need. Right. So, you know, I have a wife and we've been married a long time and she's very, very supportive. Um, Justin actually had tryouts who you're going to meet soon and um, he had special events coming up. And one of them was a couple days before my wedding anniversary. And I said to her, look, and then our anniversary come a couple days. Um, Justin has a big tryout. I'm his hitting coach. And uh, I really wanted to do well. He had a college showcase and some things to do. And I said, please let me train him. You can come hang out and watch. And then I'll take you to dinner. And uh, she knew what it meant to me and how important it was for him. And um, that's what actually happened. So I went to train him for, you know, it was actually a couple hours. She sat, my wife sat with his dad and and uh, mom and sat and talked to them and hung out while I trained him. And we finished up and, uh, and then we went to dinner. But those are the kind of sacrifices that you're gonna need to make to get to where you wanna go. It's not always not gonna be easy. Yeah. Many days I've sat and talked with Rick and when Marlon talked about a support system, you're gonna get down sometimes. You're gonna think, man, we ran into a roadblock here. We're not moving forward. And you're gonna get down a little bit and it's usually as soon as it happened, either I would call Rick or Rick would call me and be like, hey, guess what? 
And there we go again, something else good happened. Um, so we have uh, we're running to a roadblock lately. We're going to get a guy who specializes in a certain area. And I was so excited. I called him this morning from Chicago. And he said, okay, I'm really going to consider it. And he's probably going to get on board. That's probably going to put us over the top to where we need to be. And uh, so, you know, that support system yeah. is really important because it's going to keep you going. When you yeah. get down, you're, you're running into a roadblock. Like, oh, man, what are we going to do? And we've got a good group of people around you. You'll be fine. And uh, use your family. Uh, my children, you know, they're super supportive. My daughter even has gotten involved in our exercise videos and things that we have. And uh, I might even bring her out next year to work the booth with us because uh, she's got a lot of energy. And uh, she would draw a lot of attention, positive things. <laughs> I'll put it that way. So, um, Thank you, Autumn. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, I want to give a little shout out too because um, this event, we came on the 5th and it's from the 5th to the 10th. My yes. wife's birthday was on the 6th. Yes. And she said, I said, hey, babe, we got to go to, um, to Chicago. Chicago for this event. Told her what it was about. She said, don't worry about it. Enjoy yourself. Go make it happen. I know that this is important to you. Go and let make it happen. So, hey, I want to shout you out. Happy babe, birthday. And um, happy belated birthday. And we'll do something special when we get back. <laughs> He's full of energy. Full of energy. <laughs> but listen, we man, I, I, I did not want to end this. I wanted to make sure that we had got a chance for you to meet uh, Tom 2.0. His name is actually Justin Matt. Uh, phenomenal, um, not just player, but person. Uh, when we were building this team, Tom said, hey, Rick, I got a guy that I think that would really help elevate us and be able to provide the coaching and really duplicate my theories, my beliefs, uh, my teachings, uh, and all aspects of life with our players uh, that we work with. And when I met Tom, when I met Justin for the first time, uh, I was like, yes, we just, man, we, I, it, it's just a connection, man. When, when you start, that's one thing. When you start connecting with people that are of like mind, when they start introducing you to their friends and their friends, it's like there's an automatic connection that you have to them because it's the same synergy that you get with that individual that you know. So without further ado, man, I'm going to have Justin come on. I know he's probably going to even tell him he was going to come on. Yes. <laughs> You've been listening to the Success Journey Show. You can check us out on our social media on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Also on our website, thesuccessjourneyshow.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. Justin, thanks so much, man, for coming in last minute. You know, I was like, give me your cue a little while ago. Yeah, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. (laughs) So, Justin, man, I wanted to bring you on as well because, like, you are that validating factor of what Tom's work is um, as an individual, a person, uh, as a man, um, as a coach, uh, as a trainer. And and just, just share a couple of words just about your experience working with him. Um, and even just vice versa, just to share with our travelers around the world. But I mean, from the jump, uh, everybody knows me as his second son. I mean, obviously we're not father and son, but even at the convention, we had probably six, seven, eight instances where like, father, son, do it, father, son, do it. Like, nah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, he's... I could have been asking you that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep battling, holding down. Like, yeah. 
Um, but no, he's he's been in my life for a while now. I think it's been nine, nine years. Because I remember you were fifteen. Yeah, so he's met in my sophomore year of high school. I was um, I was doing pretty well on my own. I was definitely still had that you know baby chunk on me. Still wasn't you know fully filled out yet. Um, still a lot of work to do, but. He saw me in a facility I actually ended up working in later on a few years ago. And he thought right away, like, man, what is this kid doing? Like, what is he doing with his front foot? Like, just because that's his mind. Like, he sees something he's trying to break down. Like, what is he doing wrong? How can I make him better? And from that, he came in, he approached me, approached my dad, just introduced himself. And back then, when he was dealing with, I think, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Bob. And from there, he just. I believed in what he said. He showed me a few things right then and there, and then I started seeing him and working with him. Um, and as I started working with him, I progressively got better and better and better at the plate. I mean, my stats showed it in, in the high school I was in. That was, that was sophomore year, so. My junior and senior year, I was all Metro, all state, all district. Um, just put up some of the best numbers of my life, and I directly attributed that to meeting him and getting on board with his theories and how he trained. Yeah. Um, and it, it's been it's been great ever since. Like I said, I, that carried me on to college, did all right in college, uh, finished out of a small D2 down in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, and you know, a few years went by after school and I know he was still training, he was still doing his thing. And I was still, I was in the mix, but I wasn't directly involved. And he approached me one day and wanted me to really come on board and like you just introduced me as his yeah. 2.0, right? He uh, wanted me to really just get into the mix of training these kids and get familiar with how he does his trainings and his lessons and how he really like, you know, hits home with not only like the mechanical aspect and drills and actually training them, but the life lessons you also have to take in effect, like work ethic and what you actually need to do to to evolve as a baseball player and actually grow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, came on board as a trainer and I think it's been two years, about two years yeah. now. And I mean, I loved it ever since. It's, it's been my way of staying in the game since I'm not actually playing. And it's a cool way to connect with kids and really deliver the message we're trying to get to them, which is just strong, powerful, healthy swings, right? right there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, he's, he's been a second dad to me ever since and I love the dude, but Nothing with good things to say about it. And you know what's crazy is like we're at the we're at a convention and we didn't really I mean we talked about how we we're gonna do everything at the convention, right? Yeah. But when I saw um Justin start hitting the ball and showing people, and I looked Justin looked like a like a model baseball <laughs> player. When he hit I'm not gonna tell him a lie, when, when you when you hit the ball, you're just everything, technique, his technique is yeah, form, right? Yeah. So I was so happy when people came over and I, I heard a couple of people actually like, yo, where do you, where you play? Because they, yeah. the way, just the way how he, his whole technique and everything and how he was presenting himself with the game. And I was like, I was just sitting back like, man, I love this man because we have validation because all this, all the, 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 the team that we've put together is just what people are loving and seeing. You know, and uh, yeah. I, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't yeah. be happier. Yeah, yeah, sure. absolutely. Tom, share, share. I'm gonna have you share two more things. One, I want you to share like when you saw, when you see talent in, in players, uh, particularly you talk about Justin here. Right. Um, like what what draws you to them to say, hey, you know, I really want to help, you know, develop you. Well, when I saw him, he was 
at a facility, so he's at least put the time in. And he was here with his dad, and I heard they were going to be there, another friend of ours, mutual friend of his father. And I um, said, hey, go see this kid. He's pretty good, and I think you could help him. So when, when I sat back, they didn't really know I was watching. So I watched what he was doing and looking, you know, it's just automatically how, how my brain works with when you're teaching somebody a technique, you're gonna break break it down. I start we start with the feet and work up. And his feet weren't bad, but he was doing this silly thing with his front foot. And um, I asked him about it and I don't know what the pros was doing at that time. Harper. Harper, yeah, and he does his foot <laughs> flick thing. I said, what's your name? And he said, Justin Mack. And I said, well, you're not Bryce Harper, so cut it out. <laughs> and his father said, dude, you're hired. <laughs> said, yeah, it's what he said to me. It wasn't that quick, but it was, it was pretty close. close. Yeah, he was like, okay. So, you know, you want, you know, with hitting, everybody has their own style. You still have to get to a certain point for contact, and your mechanics need to be right. But everybody might have a different way of getting to that to that point. Philosophy. So yeah. yeah, so it's you know, and there's several different ways to hit the ball. So it's not like there's just one. And um, so you got to keep an open mind, uh, depending on what you're doing. And as a teacher, you know, as Justin said, uh, we're life coaches. I mean, look, four out of every million kids make it to the MLB that play ball. So your chances are real slim. Um, we don't like to pound that into little kids because I don't want to ruin the dream. But as they get older, you have to tell them the truth because all well, they think they're putting in some time and all oh, I'm really working, I'm in the gym a little bit. And they're not putting the time in because you take my size as small as I am and you take Justin, well, I have to outwork him to even play with him. I have to be on his level, I've got to put more time in because he's bigger, faster, stronger. Okay, so that's how you need to look at that. Yeah, no, 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 and no, then, camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not fast. <laughs> it took nine years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's faster now because I'm getting old. <laughs> but um, yeah, but in general, when you're an athlete or if you're you know you're playing an athletic sport, you you know if you're smaller, you got to work harder. The problem is if you get a big guy that will work as hard or outwork you, you're really in trouble. So that's where there's, you know, these people have these fantasies, oh, I'm going to make it. Well, you better put the time in. Yeah. And if you think you put enough in, then put a little more in. I will say to the parents, make sure that you let your children play multiple sports. Um, don't just play baseball year-round or soccer. Um, those are two sports that they're trying to almost make a year-round sport. Um, you're going to get repetitive motion injuries from the same muscle movement all the time. You're going to be a better muscle structure playing different sports. The other thing is you might play baseball and then say, hey, my son or daughter wants to try golf. Well, let them try golf because they might be better at that sport. Um, basketball, you have volleyball, wrestling, you have all these other sports these kids need to try. Let them try everything and then let them make a decision as they get older. If they're really special with something, once they maybe hit their early teens, then they can narrow down to that sport and then maybe focus on that, try to get scholarships or whatever their goals are. But um, let them play everything, you know, be dynamic. Find don't, their niche. Uh, yeah. yeah, find your niche. Don't, uh, don't just do one thing, yeah. you know. That's, mm -hmm. I so, that can be detrimental to So one uh, last question I'm sure we ask you, and this is what we ask all of our guests, um, and that is if you can go back 
at some point in life, and we, I'll, I'll pick a time frame, like what would you, and you had one minute to, to talk to yourself, like you pull, pull, pull yourself aside and say, hey, I got one minute, what would you share? So if we go back to say, um, man, um, let's see. We have a lot, we have a lot to pick from. Sure. from you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So many years. So many years. Too many years. Too many years. Let's go from leaving high school. High school. High school. If you um, remember that, you know. Sure. <laughs> what I would have done in high school, uh, I played summer ball with uh, a lot of private school kids, and not whatever. Just being honest, I was better than a lot of them, and I went to public school. But in our area, the public school kids don't get the notoriety and the attention that the private school kids get. Mm. And I think Justin would say the same thing. If he would have went to private school, he would have gotten a big scholarship coming out of one of the big private schools. Um, so would I. So I was in public school. Um, we were really good. I think we finished second in the state my junior year. And I hit over 300. And I had junior college talking in my senior year. If I would have went to private school and had those numbers, um, I would have got a scholarship. So if you want to give your athlete, if we're looking at athletics, or like we talk about Ricky's son, Solomon, who's real smart. Solomon's in private school now on a scholarship. So Rick took the opportunity, let him take some tests. He scored real well. He got a scholarship to private school, and that is just going to give him more opportunity. So in sports, you should do the same thing playing club or whatever, put them to where they're getting the notoriety and give them as much opportunity as I could. Um, my parents and I didn't think about private school. Um, looking back, that would have, that made me have changed things. Um, I know it did for my son. He was a private school uh, soccer player and it opened up opportunities uh, once he finished school. So um, I definitely, you know, look at opportunities early. Don't wait or look back and be the Monday day quarterback. You know, Wow, I wish I would have done that because we're all going to do it at some time um, with this business. Uh, it's been a blessing. Rick, everybody, Marlon, Justin, the whole team's been a blessing for me. Never thought, uh, always liked the idea of inventing something. A, a lot of people think that, but getting there, uh, writing a book, I never thought I'd write a book. I mean, I, I'd have bet my life savings I would have written a book. Um, Justin even ghost wrote some of that, you know. So, Ghost rock. Yeah. But um, so when the opportunity's there, grab it. Don't don't let it pass you by. That's one thing I would tell you. Looking back, looking think about how many opportunities you've missed in life already. Don't let them keep slipping through your hands. When it's there, grab it, go for it. You know, I'm not telling you to take uh, chances that you can't recover from, but if it's an opportunity, say if you can go for it. Go for it. You know, you're going to have to step out there a little bit, and it's going to be a little iffy at times, but when you have the opportunity, go for it. Love it. Yes, sir. Love it. The Travelers, man, want to thank you again for tuning in to this episode. Uh, like always, you can go to our website, the successjourneyshow.com, uh, and check out all of our previous guests. And we're, we're so happy to be live with you this time. Yeah. Well, I say live, but in person. It's live in person. for us. Yeah. Um, and we're grateful for our guests today. And like I said, we will be uh, at our website, The Success Journey Show, and you can check us out every single week on iTunes or Google Play or any other podcast platform that you listen to. 
We'll see you guys again next week, same time, same place, on the Success Journey Show. Have a lovely day. Peace. You've been listening to The Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.